Hey everybody, this is Dr. William Clark, your host of the Dr. William Clark Podcast. Glad to be with you for another episode. And we're going to be talking today about how to obtain operating grants and just a little bit about what they are and how your nonprofit can position themselves to receive it. This is uh, one of the most elusive grants to obtain. And I want to talk about this a little bit so that uh, we can make sure we're all on the same page about what you can do to move forward to get these type of grants. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to recognize our sponsor. Our sponsor today is the Nonprofit Fundraising Strategies Academy. This academy uh, was created to provide all nonprofit leaders, both newbies and the mature ones, uh, with the skills necessary and the tools necessary to improve their fundraising outcomes. And so we created this thing to make sure you have access to live coaching, access to 60 plus videos of me teaching the three secrets to fundraising and the actual tools that I use to raise millions of dollars every year. If this is the type of resources, the type of coaching you need on a regular basis for an affordable price, then join me at nonprofitfundingstrategies.com. Click on uh, the enroll button on the page and you'll be able to jump right into our courses. You'll be able to register for our next live session and you'll be able to access all of the tools that make a difference in you fundraising today for your nonprofit. Again, join us at nonprofitfundingstrategies.com and secure your seat today. Now, one of the questions that we get all the time is how to obtain operating grants uh, for your nonprofit. And let me just start here by saying this, that operating grants are grants that are typically unrestricted. These are the type of grants that are used to operate the business, the nonprofit itself, pay for overhead, pay for staff, and to be used in between, such as for supplies, etc., to operate the nonprofit itself or a particular program. These type of grants are elusive because they are rare and few and far between. Oftentimes, operating grants are unrestricted dollars that can be used to support critical areas of your nonprofit, whereas other typical grants you may receive from a foundation or a state entity, city entity, or federal entity are not as freeing or they don't allow you to use the resources as freely as you would like to. Now, operating grants uh, can be accessed uh, but one of the things I tell clients all the time is that instead of searching out for and exclusively pursuing operating grants, it's best that you start to pursue programmatic funds because those funds are more readily available. Now, the question may be asking me is, well, why would I pursue programmatic funds when you just said that operating funds have a bit more freedom in how those dollars can be used? Well, the reason for this is number one, programmatic dollars are much more readable, or readily accessible for your nonprofit than an operating grant itself. This is a critical distinction that you that you have to understand, okay? So it's about accessibility. Number two, one of the ways to maneuver around uh, resources that you need to use for your organization, whether it's to pay staff, get supplies, etc., is to strategically use the nonprofit budget that you submit for a regular programmatic grant to, to get the things done that you need to get done. So for example, most people struggle with figuring out how to pay themselves if they're executive director or how to pay for a member of the team who may not be directly tied to a program. One of the strategies we teach within the Nonprofit Fundraising Strategies Academy 
is when you develop your budget, you got to make sure you write everyone from the organization into the budget. This includes some of your overhead folks as well. You may notice that some grants may allow for a certain percentage to be allotted for administration overhead costs. Typically, it's 10% and under. You often see 8745% available for you to write off admin costs. This can be discouraging for a lot of nonprofit organizations. So it is in your best interest as much as you can to have some of your admin or overhead uh, or your administrative staff uh, tied to a program. Again, you got to have some of your admin staff tied to a program. When you do that, then you're able to connect their salary to a programmatic budget and therefore have their salary covered by a program. Now, if you decide to go down this path, it is in your best interest to strongly consider having this particular admin person actually overseeing a program. Uh, I will leave that up to you to define what overseeing means and management means, but it's in your best interest to have that person involved in some way, somehow in the program so that when you're submitting their salary as a part of the budget, then you're able to articulate their role in making the program successful or operable. Now, I really do hope this is helpful. A lot of folks, when they begin to, when they launch their nonprofit and they're new in the space, they typically go after smaller program grants like Walmart grants, Target grants, Home Depot grants, Lowe's grants, etc., which may provide funds for operating dollars. But again, uh, as we stated for the beginning, these things are elusive. Now, they're not as elusive at the smaller scale for $2,500, $1,000, maybe $5,000. Uh, but again, you may be uh, restricted to obtaining one of those grants once a year. You may be saying, okay, well, if I can get $5,000 from four different companies that are large and in my community, then that's $20,000 in a year. Perhaps. Let's assume that you do get those grants, which is not guaranteed. Let's assume you do get that $20,000. If you're launching a, a nonprofit that's truly providing services and programmatic uh, resources to your community, you'll realize very, very quickly $20,000 will absolutely do nothing for your community, for your customer, for your organization, etc. And so this is why I say it's elusive. Also, if you're going to get operating grants on a much larger, larger scale, what we typically see in the industry is that you must be invited by the foundation to submit an application, which means that you cannot cold call, you cannot send uh, unsolicited emails to these foundations. They will not take them. They will ignore your request. So then this puts you in a position to look at, OK, if I can get operating grants, where do I get them? But then once I get those operating grants out the way, then the next phase for you to strongly consider is to get your hands on programmatic resources, whether it be a private foundation, state, city, or federal uh, resources or grants that are out there. I hope that this is helpful. And it's important for you to understand the difference and the distinction between all the grants that are available to you, particularly if you're a new organization. I really do hope this is helpful. And let me just close uh, by saying this and giving you an idea. You know, this $20,000 that we're mentioning, I oftentimes teach clients when they schedule a one-on-one -on -one consult with me, the idea of individual giving strategies to build up your, reser your reservoir of resources and your portfolio of revenue. And it comes down to a couple of things. One, you giving, your board giving, your family and friends 
friends giving and you're, you have a select few of donors giving. You got to have these folks in your corner giving on a regular basis over a period of time because what you'll realize and what you will appreciate is that once you have people giving every two weeks when they get paid, uh, almost like a bi-weekly, weekly or monthly commitment, then you'll realize that the money you'll raise from individual donors within your immediate circle will be much more lucrative than any uh, collective dollars you will raise from operational grants from uh, Walmart, a Target, etc. And those dollars that you will raise every two weeks, every month will come in on a regular basis, not just one time. Because once you get a grant, it's oftentimes a one time hit. It's not a residual income. That's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. But the residual income from individual donors who are committing to give every week, every two weeks, every month is critical because now it gives you a monthly operating budget. Cash flow starts to come in. You can start to budget accordingly. And think about this. Those dollars are highly unrestricted. So if you have to do things like pay yourself a stipend, pay and hire staff, uh, hire interns, pay for consultants, uh, hire and partner other with partner with other organizations to enhance and leverage and multiply geometrically, uh, multiply your results. You now have the resources to do that, therefore allowing you to position your organization to grow exponentially. This type of growth is what you're after. You shouldn't be after these small potatoes. While the small potatoes are super helpful, and we teach in the academy to appreciate all grant sizes and grant awards, big and small, the reality is you've got to serve your community. And in order to do that, you've got to exponentially grow. And I will tell you, funders appreciate this mentality and this mindset when you can come to them and say, hey, we appreciate your dollars, but we see you as one of several partners. They appreciate this. Listen, this podcast is, uh, is getting a little bit too long and I'm getting a little bit too excited. But listen, if you want more of this, if you want more of this teaching, instruction, guidance, coaching, join me at nonprofitfundingstrategies.com. Again, nonprofitfundingstrategies.com. We've created this coaching program, this mastermind program for you at an affordable price. Join in the conversation. Be a part of what we're doing. We want to help you. And we have just a few seats left for this month's cohort. Come on, join in. We got a seat waiting for you. And we look forward to seeing you online. This is Dr. William Clark for the Dr. William Clark Podcast. We'll see you all in the next episode. Peace, everybody.